to the Folk Yeah! podcast. This episode's story is titled The Master Thief, a story originating in Germany, adapted by Nebraska Wesleyan University students to the wicked lands of the Wild West. Armed with the prize of her latest robbery, an outlaw hopped on her stallion. Together they raced through the desolate land, paved way by tall cacti and a cloud of dust following the heavy landing of her horse's hooves. A master in her trade of thievery, the outlaw planned to revisit the ghost town she grew up in and see her parents again. This time, not as their young daughter, but as a richly dressed gunslinger, disguised by a thick bandana and the wide brim of a hat. Well, who could that be? Oh my, looks like one of those masked bandits is slum around here. You better go up to him and offer up something to make his company. Hello there, sir. What way can I be used to you here on this ranch? Oh, don't worry now. The only thing I want is to enjoy a classic country dish by the hands of your wife. Cook me up some potatoes, as you usually do, and I'll gladly sit down at your table and enjoy a meal with you. Of course. Have what you wish of our food, but I promise you we do not have near anything else of value you may want. Yes, I can assure you we don't have much you'd be interested in elsewhere, but I can make a mean home-cooked meal. Let me start preparing it for you. The wife hurried into the kitchen and began to cook up a country dish for the outlaw. While she was occupied, the old man hoped to stay on the suspected robber's good side. Come now, sir. Come with me to my garden. I have some work to finish up from earlier. You don't have any children who can help you with this? No, not anymore. Had a beautiful daughter, but it's been long since she left us to the ranch and went out into the city. She was a hard-working one, clever and witty. She can never crack on my instructions quite well. Never could learn. Always been on mischievous tricks. Haven't talked to her since she left us. Tell me, why do you tie that crooked stock to a post so that it can grow straight like the rest of the crops you got? Well now, sir, I can tell you only speak from your knowledge. The stock is too old and misshapen. No one can bring back a tooth to make it straight. The stocks can only be posted by the young. That's how it must have been with your girl. If you had trained her while she was still a shaver, I reckon she wouldn't have went and ran off. She must have grown to be just as bent up as your corn stalk. But it's been so long since she left. She must be different now. But surely you could recognize her if she showed up again. Likely not, though she didn't have a bean-shaped birthmark on her shoulder. Ready to make her reveal, the outlaw pulled off her coat to show the old man the birthmark. My God! Not only are you a woman, but you're my dearest girl! How could that be? You're dressed like such a gunslinger. Now, Father, the young cornstalk was always bound to grow crooked because he didn't set up a post to keep it steady. Now it's old and weathered and never to be straight again. Why am I here to see you? It's because I'm no longer a mischievous shaver, but a master thief. For me, there's no expressman guarding the trains. Whatever I desire to steal is mine. Yet yeah, don't think I steal like a common bandit. Poor people have no interest in me. I'd rather take from the rich and undeserving and take only that isn't available or easy. Daughter, it still doesn't sit right with me. A robber is a robber. A thief is a thief. My dearest, my girl, have I missed you? Mother, I'm not your dearest anymore. I'm wanted. Maybe you are now a thief, but you are still my daughter. I can hardly bear the joy of seeing you again. Come, let us enjoy the meal I've made. Daughter, if the sheriff finds out who you are and what you do, he won't treat you like a child no more. He won't hesitate to pull out his pistol. 
You shouldn't worry, Mother. I'm not a clumsy thief, but a master. I will go and see him myself. As long as you live to come back to me, my girl. At the end of the night, the outlaw drew to her stallion and into town, stopping at the saloon where she figured the sheriff must be enjoying a drink. Though she was among the willows, she ached to see her godfather again in order to prove herself as an undefeated thief. Sure enough, when she arrived, now free of her male disguise, there the sheriff sat at a lone table with a couple of his men, laughing over a pint of beer. Sheriff, I assume you recognize me. Yes, I suppose I do. Why are you back in this town? Surely you know I could lock up your neighbor self. But I'm your beloved goddaughter. You'll spare me some time before assuming I'm worthy of death, won't you? Well, since you seem to believe you're a big gun now, I'll let you try and amuse me with your newfound talents. But if you aren't up to the test, then consider yourself good as dead. Sheriff, just think of three things, as typical as you'd like. If I don't perform your little tasks, then may I meet my end by lead plumb. All right, then. First, you must steal my old Mustang out of the stable. Then, take my wife's wedding ring off her finger while we sleep without waking us. Lastly, you're going to go down to the church and take the parson and the clerk right from where they belong. Mark my words. Now, delighted by a new quest, the outlaw rode off to the town square and purchased garments similar to an old widow's. She threw herself into disguise once again, staining her face and painting wrinkles across it. Then she filled a cask with joy juice and mixed it with a sleeping drug. She took off on foot, slow and hunched over, and made her way to the sheriff's stable, posing as a sick elderly woman. Hey, you all right, lady? Why don't you come over here with us and warm up? What you got in the cask, hag? Oh, it's a magic whiskey. Uh, you want some? Yes, let's see that. Boys, this old girl here got us some bottled courage. Wouldn't want it to put it to waste. The outlaw took her cask into the stable and shared the whiskey with all the sheriff's guardsmen. It wasn't long until they were lying flat on the ground, completely motionless, and the stable left completely unguarded. To keep from making a sound, the outlaw swiftly covered the horse's hooves in old rags and hoisted herself onto the saddle with a rope. She ran off with the horse into the night and rode till daybreak. Good morning, Mr. Sheriff. Looks like I have your horse here, safely from the stable. Funny how your men could sleep through all that. <laughs> I see. You got my first task. I'm afraid next time you won't draw such luck. I'm warning you. I treat bandits like bandits. You won't want to let me spot you tonight. That night, inside the sheriff's home, his wife lied in her bed, her fist tightly closed around her wedding ring. Don't worry, Don. All the doors are locked up. I'll wait for the thief by the window and shoot her when she comes back. Of course you will. No way she can get past you, hon. She want to act like a dirty bandit? She'll meet her and my boy. Meanwhile, the outlaw traveled along in the dark until she came to a farmhouse nearby. She found an old scarecrow, large and stuffed full, looking over the crops on the farm. She decided to steal the scarecrow from its spot, as she did best, and used her polished masking skills and her own garment to disguise the scarecrow as herself. When she got back to the sheriff's home, she set a ladder up to the bedroom and climbed up closer to the window, the scarecrow's legs up around her shoulders. <laughs> Well, I 
Might as well take the body up now so Wife doesn't have to see it. The outlaw used this time to sneak into the house, clothed in a heavy jacket and hidden by the darkness of the night. Darlene, uh, the thief came by the window as I thought and I shot her dead. But still, she's my goddaughter and should probably have a proper burial. <sighs> How can I help with that? The girl died just so she could get that ring off your finger. How about you give it to me and I can bring it to the grave? But this is my prize. Why would I give up such an expensive gift to a petty thief? Woman, do you not have mercy? Take it. Successful in her second task, the outlaw ran off with her winnings. The next morning, she went to face the sheriff once again. Huh? What are you? A damn ghost? <laughs> oh, sheriff. Looks like you didn't bury me after all, but a scarecrow. How could you mistake me for an object stuffed with straw? She explained to the sheriff how she made off with his wife's ring, and he was nothing short of a mate, but he didn't let it show. You're not done, thief. Your final task awaits you. I'll see you when it's done, then. When it was time, the outlaw headed to the church, carrying a large sack on her back. Before that, she had found a large leather coat and draped it around herself, followed by a gray beard taped to her chin, perfectly disguising her appearance for the final time. like you've proven yourself well. Luckily, you escaped with your whole skin. However, I ain't made a promise about keeping you here alive. Get out of this town. If you come back again, there's no avoiding the big jump. Content with her visit back home, the outlaw was happy to move on with her nomadic life. Keeping her promise, she went back to her parents' ranch one last time and said a last farewell. Then she was back up onto her stallion, riding off into the mountains and leaving no loose ends behind her, except for a trail of dust to mark her absence. Thank you for listening to this adaptation of The Masterpiece. Credits go to Sophie Williams as the narrator, Madison Detweiler as the outlaw, Jacob Sprague as the old man and the parson, 
Mandy McBurney as the old woman and the sheriff's wife, Greg Lewis as the sheriff, and Ryan Carey as the soldier and the clerk. This tale was adapted by Madison Detweiler, directed by Sophie Williams, stage managed by Mandy McBurney, Foley effects by Jacob Sprague, sound design by Grant Lewis, and publicity and marketing by Ryan Carey. If you enjoyed this tale, you may also enjoy Katja and the Devil and the Devil Tide, presented by the Folk Yab Podcast.